Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan, and today we're going to be talking about the latest uh, Pokemon games, i.e. Pokemon Shining Diamond. Wait, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. That is a great start. I've already got, already got names wrong. <laughs> like, I was just like, wait, hold on. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> but yeah, we're just going to be talk. We're going to be talking about those games that released like a few weeks ago, but we're just going to we talk about them now. Um, how you doing, Nathan? I'm doing good. Uh, this will be... I feel like this is an interesting discussion because mm-hmm. seems like, for whatever reason, these remakes have divided the fandom heavily. Mm, definitely. And you, li- you literally always seem to sway one way or the other. The one side being like us, hey, I'll buy it anyway. It's Pokemon. And the other side, that's just like, I could not care less. I don't, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of why we're doing this. Uh, we plan to do this because it seemed like a lot of people, I don't want to say on the fence about it, but like, it. I feel like it just needs to be said. The, 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 you're completely on the ball with like the whole divisive thing because I know people that like have not got this game because it doesn't look worth it compared. It's like they think of it like a backstep compared to Sword and Shield. But like there's like for years people have been asking for these remakes and now we finally got them. So like is is it like worth the complaints? We'll we'll um we'll talk about it. But what's your what's your initial thoughts on it, Nathan? It's a very faithful remake. I generally actually don't have anything bad to say, but that might be because this generation specifically I have the least amount of experience with. Yeah. I think I've only ever played the originals and or um what was the third one with giratina again uh platinum platinum i've only played diamond and pearl probably once or twice and platinum once or twice Mm -hmm. so i have very little experience with this generation so this for me was good yeah in a sense because now i get to re-experience it i have no nostalgia for it i i'm literally sort of playing it almost brand new yeah the one thing i will say is i really like the quality of life stuff I know that's also one of the things, like one specific quality of life thing mm-hmm. is what has ticked people off the EXP share. I like oh, it personally. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it like it's one of those ones that like, again, it's a very divisive thing <laughs> because like even like you're an old school Pokemon fan that enjoys the grind of it and like, like it feels more worth it when you complete the game with like your team that you've like sort of grinded. There's the other people which I kind of feel like Oh, no, I feel I fall into both categories of I do like the EXP share, but I've, sometimes it feels a bit OP. But you you enjoy it, don't you? You prefer the XP, EXP share. I enjoy it because I've always, always hated grinding and it really just cuts through a lot of the shit for me. Yeah. But I also understand from talking to other people like, you know, I understand there probably should have been just the, an option to turn it off. I agree. Yeah, I completely agree. But... Me personally, I wouldn't have turned it off. I, I've had plenty of fun doing the way it is, you know, like just mm-hmm. every Pokemon gets EXP. Yeah. For someone like me who switches games a lot and, you know, I'm finally starting to realize, you know, I have to adult more than I realize. It saves a lot of time for me. Exactly. That is that is the exact like, thing I feel with it as well, because I feel like um, like with this game, I don't think I'd be as far on it now as I would be 
if I didn't have that EXP share on. Yeah, same. Like it's like you said, I've got like a, I've got a job to do other than this. <laughs> like I've, I don't have time to necessarily be grinding all the time. Like, I'm not the same like, that I used to be when I was like 12 or whatever, and have like evenings free or weekends free to do this. Yeah, exactly. We <laughs> we're not kids, so we don't have all the free time in the world. Yeah, we got our adult. We both work. And then you know, on top we got this. <laughs> we got cultured boys, and it's like, yeah, between everything we're doing, like the EXP share just saves us so much time. Like I, I was saying to Pepe before, uh, before recording, like I was grinding this game out so that for this episode I had enough of an opinion mm. to spread, you know, to share on the episode. But like Pepe said, without that EXP share. I probably would have been like three badges in and then would have just been like, ah, maybe we should scrap the idea. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's it's one of those things like, you're right, like grinding is one of those things like, yeah, it became an essential part of RPGs like uh, and stuff like that. But like, is it necessary? That, that's the one thing. Is it necessary to go through that much laborious activity of re and repetitiveness? Like, is it worth it at the end of the day? Because like, I feel like when you have the ex EXP share, sure... It feels like it's a it's, it's cutting down that time a lot, and you might not get as much satisfaction from it. However, like, is it really as fun as everyone makes it out to be? I feel like it's more of like a tradition rather than I know, right? A like sort of hey, let's actually have fun with this game. In it, it, it almost feels like Stockholm syndrome. You know, like mm. you've just been doing it so long, you've just had to do it for so long that everyone's like, oh, where is it? Where is it? I want it back. I want it back. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but like is it needed is this padding out the game it, it just an extra layer of the struggle that just seems so unnecessary the older i get yeah i think you're you're right though it did need to i think it needed an option to have that on and off because with most most rpgs as well you will have the option of choosing your difficulty but with pokemon you don't have that so i feel having that exp share having that option to turn it on and off i feel like that would have helped it a little bit there's no reason to have it permanently on yeah I think it's a weird decision to do that. But yeah, it's not something that's detrimental to me. I don't feel like, oh my God, it's ruined the game. Some people probably will say that though, which is- uh, like, Most yeah. people, <laughs> turns out. <laughs> most people have said that. Yeah. But again, it's down to personal preference. I do agree. Probably should have just been a, an option and it would have saved so much aggro and whatever. Again, we both like it, so. Yeah. Yeah. So where, whereabouts are you in the game at the moment, Nathan? So I just beat Cyrus. I've just gone to like Acuity. Um, I'm basically on my way to my eighth badge. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not too far from the end, to be honest. And my team has been pretty set in stone. Uh, what about you? Where have you got to? Um, so I, um, I completed it. Yes, I say completed it. I beat the Pokemon League, beat Cynthia. Uh, and I was literally up until 5am doing that last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones where like, um, I, I thought like like you, I was like, oh, I kind of want to get like a just general feel of the game a bit more. So I spent a majority of the day yesterday playing it. Um, I started off yesterday. Uh, I just finished getting my sixth badge. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I started in the morning and then I literally blitzed through it the whole day and completed it at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's that EXP share, man. Because, like, mm. I literally, what was it? I was talking to a friend on Tuesday and was like, oh, yeah, I hadn't played a whole lot. I I'd had two badges at that point. And by Thursday, I was like, yeah, I got six. Yeah. <laughs> Is that in it? Like, um, like, it feels like it goes by so much quicker. 
Um, and I feel, it's, I'll tell you what, especially when you get down to the Pokemon League and stuff, that's when it kind of really starts to ramp up a little bit. Well, yeah, that's because that's the level, like, jumps super high, isn't it? Like, because mm. I'm at the point I'm at, everyone's just caught up to me level-wise. Oh, yeah. Like, trainers and gym battles and stuff are, like, around level 40 to 45. Most of my Pokemon are level 50. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not really going to struggle much until I get probably around the Pokemon League, you know, like the Elite Four, where it'll mm. jump significantly. And I'm like, okay, now I need to do a tiny bit of grinding. Yeah. And that's just because I'm now just sort of running through areas. I'm not fighting every single person like I was for most of the game because I'm just sort of reached that point where I'm like, do I have to fight you? You're going to be like <laughs> 20 levels below me. I'm going to get like okay. 100 XP. Like, what are you going to do? Okay, so I did the opposite to you. I'm actually... I I literally ran away from I think only one Pokemon in this game. <laughs> I run I've run away from one Pokemon and I fought every single trainer I possibly can. Interesting. So I've literally gone like I want to get as much EXP as possible. In turn, I think yes, the game has been very easy. <laughs> um, I have been one showing a lot of people. Like it's annoying when you get to certain cave areas where you run into like sort of uh, Geodudes, Gravelers, Onyxes and stuff like that which have sturdy yep because it gets to a point where i'm like for fuck's sake i could kill you in one hit but you have this stupid attribute exactly. which lets you hang on and it's using up my moves <laughs> it's you it's using up my pp and i'm like for fuck's sake <laughs> especially when you get to victory road you find so many of those fucking pokemon there and it like with victory road it is like a marathon as well that that's like the longest uh like dungeon basically Yep. And it feels like, oh my fucking God, it, is, it got to be that. Uh, oh, I've got a story to tell you about Victory Road in a minute, which uh, is absolutely painful. Um, <laughs> but, like, it is just, why are these Pokemon here? Like, you're here's just detriment me. I could kill you instantly. Why are you here? <laughs> Dude, that's been like most of my experience against those fucking rock Pokemon. Jesus. Is there, I didn't. I don't remember it being this much of an issue back in the day. Like, how is this so much such an issue now? Either that, or we weren't paying attention back then. I feel like it was. I like this. Is another thing as well is that I feel like I've paid more attention in this one than I have done uh, on the DS versions. Because honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth, Nathan. Um, I don't even remember Cyrus being the main bad guy. Oh wow! In the in the, when I played the DS ones, I I thought Cyrus came in in platinum. Ah. Um, because when I played Diamond, uh, when I played Diamond originally, I didn't pay I didn't pay attention that much. I just like kept on fighting these Team Galactic bastards, and I was like, yeah, okay, cool, beat them. Next one, next one. And I didn't even realize there was a main boss. I I think it took me a couple <laughs> years to realize there was actually a boss of Team uh, of Team Galactic. <laughs> wow yeah so that's amazing <laughs> i didn't realize that <laughs> um because like he's got like they've all got the same suit or whatever that, that as in terms of villains they're not the most well-designed villains in my opinion compared to, well granted like team rocket was literally just a bunch of like people in like i don't know caps and like suits and then there was giovanni yeah so like scrapping that idea but like um when you look at like and arguably maybe ruby and sapphire wasn't that impressive either. but i don't know archie and maxi kind of left a bigger impression on me than cyrus and even in alpha sapphire and omega ruby those like they fucking went 
like ham on those designs in those remakes as well. Archie and Maxi designs in uh, Aurus are like sick. They're, they're, they're good in that one. They buffed them up. Okay, well, going off of that, that's a good segue into probably the next biggest issue people have. Mm-hmm. How did you find the Chibi style? Most people seem <laughs> to hate it before they've even picked the game up. Um, I didn't mind it. I mean, it's like, I, I kind of saw it like, yeah, we've got Sword and Shield and we had, um, was it Sun and Moon and arguably X and Y? They weren't as chibi there. So, but I like, I don't know. I've been playing um, like these games for like 25 years now. And uh, technically, we've been ch- playing the chibi's style more than we have done for these like full body models. Yeah. I didn't think it was that much of an issue. I was like, it looks good. It looks cute. It looks fine. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. I, I didn't have an issue with it either. To be fair, like like you said, it's I I mean my brain probably was just like yeah this is what it looked like if they made those games from back then today mm-hmm. yeah that's it like it's just it is literally though a modern version of what it used to look like and I get it most people are like yeah but you have the capacity and the power to blah 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 but it was fine at the end of the day these yeah. I was just gonna say, like, yeah, okay, the walk cycle looked a bit weird at first, but <laughs> it didn't. It does look really strange. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I think it's because the like the legs are like looks like solid like hoofs, you know. So there's not like yeah. a joint at the foot. I think it's like when you when you're running down as well. It's like the, it looks like the legs really coming out. It's like they're like taking like <laughs> goose steps or something to like run. I'm like, okay. This is... <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's just because the chibi style, so the legs probably don't has have as many joints in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like as many bones, so like it just moves almost <laughs> like a solid piece. Yeah, yeah. But once you've been playing for oh, fucking however long we've been playing for, you don't even notice it. No, absolutely not. No. I think I stopped noticing before I even got to the first gym. Like, yeah, I, I'd say the same. It was the exact same for me. Like, I think I noticed around first gymish, and then I was like, okay, cool. This is just the style of the game. I'm not, I'm not gonna slate it that much for it. <laughs> the The only thing that I thought was kind of lame was I do remember from when I used to play though is the library at Conclave C or Town mm-hmm. is different. Do you, do you remember in the originals it was like this big epic building you go in and it like looked like a library at two floors and stuff yeah but this one they like flat packed it down to your old like gen one style building that's just got the stairs and then like the weird small room that you ran linearly through see i i did feel like they changed the library slightly i feel like i didn't notice it that much i didn't know i feel, I think it was a passing thought in my mind but um i did feel like i swear the library did used to have more depth to it yeah it did no like it's it's seriously like for some reason the one thing i remember from those games it's just weird yeah i mean that's my favorite city in the game i think I, I, for some reason it's like my favorite city or town interesting like i don't know why i think it's just because like i've I'm quite a big fan of steel Pokemon as well, so it's got the steel gym there. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And, like, you can... What was it? I think that's where you get the uh, boat to go to different islands as well. Yeah. Because you can go you can go catch uh, Cresselia and Darkrai if you have the means to. But, yeah. I can't understand what you mean, though. I think this is the one thing as well that, I, that some people may have an issue with, is that it literally isn't different enough from the old Diamond and Pearl. I don't know how you feel about that. Like, obviously, you said that you don't, you haven't played these ones as much. To me, personally, I don't think we should always expect it to be crazy different. 
Mm -hmm. As in, yes, okay, in the remakes, they have definitely shown us some, like, Aorus, where it's just mad different, and you're like, oh my god, it's like an improvement to an already amazing game, right? Yeah. Or like, you know, uh, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, mm. where there were some differences, but it was already a pretty good game. They just remade it. Yeah, yeah. Just like Fire Red, Leaf Green. Remakes of the OGs, mm. slightly different, but pretty much the same games. Like, I don't think we should always expect it to be a crazy difference. You know, like, they've only done... Technically, four remakes, right? Four generations of remakes. So there isn't established styles. You know, there's no rule set for this. You can, yeah, they can do whatever they please. Mm. And we should. Sometimes I feel like, and this isn't just Pokemon fandom. I feel, I feel like it's a lot of fandoms in general. Like I feel like we just complain too much nowadays. Like we should just. Sometimes you got to be lucky that you even get something. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, it's very true. I think um, it falls into that entitlement sort of thing. Just because someone can make this game doesn't mean it's going to be the game that you expect it to be. Yeah, and I think it's always because we have too much time to imagine what could be yeah and then obviously when it when it finally comes around and it wasn't what you imagined then obviously you're going to be disappointed but like that's not their fault that's kind of your problem i mean at the end of the day this isn't like it's like this game's come out and it's full of bugs or something yeah but like, when you look at the that like, was it the fucking gta thing <laughs> well the definitive edition look, look at that that's like hor that's horrendous <laughs> um at least we had something playable exactly that's that's the main thing and granted as well this is not developed by game freak this is by um uh what's the uh i had it in my mind i can't remember who who's done it <laughs> can't remember either um it's a it's a four letter word <laughs> uh <laughs> and it begins with an i <laughs> uh is it inti what something like that maybe oh, i don't know um oh let me let me let me look up quick yeah 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 yeah. yeah. look it up look it up so yeah i mean whilst pepe's doing that I'll, I'll just finish the thought like seriously though like we should be lucky at all that we get remakes mm -hmm. for the longest it wasn't even a thing it's the biggest trend right now because obviously nostalgia sells yeah and that is a powerful seller right now because enough of us are now old enough with money that we're like, cool, I'm going to buy that thing I remember. But at the same time, it is entitlement. We really don't need to be so vocal and so visceral with our reactions to things. Mm -hmm. So the people that uh, developed it are um, Ilka, I-L-C-A. Okay. Yeah, they haven't done a lot before. They designed Pokemon Home. Okay. So that's the thing. Uh, and the other two games I can see here is uh, Project Tokyo Dolls, which I do not know what that is. I don't know what that is. And um, an Idol Master game. Oh, okay. So it was, uh, that was on PlayStation 4 and Steam. From what I know of Idol Master games, they're like visual novels. So. And there's a shit ton of them. That's, that's another thing I know yeah. about Idol Master games. There's a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I agree with you. It's that sort of entitlement that just because you can imagine this sort of thing. I think maybe that stems from looking at the previous remakes and how much there is different there. Again, I don't remember. I don't remember in Fire Red, Leaf Green, Heart Gold, Soul Silver it being that incredibly different. Um, Heart Gold, Soul Silver. I think there was like a few at the time. Granted, like this is like during DS time so it wasn't the most game changing thing uh like it was like having your pokemon follow you around there was like the touchscreen stuff uh there was oh what was it was it the pokemon olympics or something like that i love those there was like a certain section in in the uh, johto region 
Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Where like you could enter your Pokemon in like races or whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, Fire Red, Leaf Green. The only thing I can think that was different was like the Sevi Island. I agree with you. Yeah, it's probably like quality of life <laughs> changes yeah. as well because Ghost Pokemon back then were overpowered as fuck. <laughs> that's but that's all I'm saying is like this is as faithful as those ones were. Uh, so I don't quite see what the difference is. I agree, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think this is comparable to a Fire Red Leaf Green situation, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, I would even say comparable to a, a Heart Gold Soul Silver. Like, to me, mm. at least, right? And I'm not saying everyone should agree, you know, but to me, at least, the first two gens of remakes, this is comparable. Yeah. I can understand that. I can see the Ethereum in there. So when you look at it on paper, like we literally had one remake that was just balls to the wall, basically a new game. Do you want to count um, Let's Go as remakes as well, though? Okay, sorry, two then. We've had two that are just essentially different from what the original source material was. Mm -hmm, yeah. That's not enough to complain about then. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think. It, I don't think it's. I don't think it's worth complaining about at all, to be honest. Um, but again. We have our own opinions. If you're you're entitled to your own opinion, if you want to complain about it, go for it. Go ahead. I'm not gonna like shoot you down for you then. <laughs> All I'm saying is, at least we got Diamond and Pearl. Could have been Let's Go Joe. There you go. Yes. Could have been Let's Go Two. And then who's complaining then? <laughs> Even more of you, probably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was thinking like I probably wouldn't mind a Let's Go Two to go. I'd still buy it. Then I realise, like, what are people going to complain about more? This game or Let's Go 2? And arguably, yeah, Let's Go 2 would get a lot more hate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. You and me, we're, like, we're quite complacent Pokemon fans. We'll, like, bitch yeah. and moan at stuff, and then we'll be like, yeah, well, I'm still going to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> still getting my money at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm, yeah. But a Let's Go 2, oh, my God, would they... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the internet would just be on fire i mean there are like uh i think <laughs> the thing is about let's go is that um those games are faithful to to the um to the like original games it's just the battle style is different especially <laughs> when catching vocal i don't think it's horrendous no but it's definitely not what the majority of the fandom want exactly yeah you're right you're right um but yeah uh there's that and yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like these these games do feel like carbon copies of Diamond and Pearl. I think that's maybe why a lot of the fans do feel like, oh, what's the point? I could have just paid Diamond and Pearl. But at the end of the day, it's higher. It's the graphics are better. Get on the Switch. Were you like even with just that? Even and the quality of life, honestly. Oh yeah, and quality of life for sure. But like, even if it was literally just the bare minimum of remake stuff, which arguably could be, would you expect Nintendo to charge less than forty quid for this? No, you wouldn't. Like, like Nintendo go charge you forty quid for like anything at this point. Like, if if it's a, if it's their game and it's on the Switch, you're paying forty quid for it. Yep. Like, <laughs> like it's not going to change the fact this. Like, even if it's a carbon copy, yeah, Nathan's right. You're literally like, you're going to get this game regardless. You'd be lucky you've got this game. And it wasn't going to be any less than 40 quid, even if they didn't make any change. They could literally publish the same fucking game, not make any improvements. Like, literally just like publish the DS version on the Switch somehow with a touchscreen. So they could make it the shittiest one possible. They'd still charge you 40 quid for it. Yeah, they would. 
<laughs> like that's... They'll charge you as close to 40 quid as they could. Yeah. And here's the thing. If and when a black and white remake comes out, mm. if that shit is a carbon copy and your motherfuckers complain again, there's no helping you. Okay? Mm. I'll say it now. There will be no helping you. Okay, because that is also like arguably most people's like favorite generation. Mm -hmm. And if you complain that it's a carbon copy, you're fucked in the head. <laughs> I'm just saying it now. Exactly. Like, it's what you want. <laughs> what yeah, are you exactly. going to complain about? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if your favorite one comes out, right, and you're complaining that it's exactly the same as you remember, there's something wrong with you. Not the game and not the fandom. It's you. Uh, you yes. out there who are <laughs> bitching and moaning. I'm just going to throw that out there now. Flame us. Well, flame me all you want. I don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. We've like, talked about all the similarities in this. Let's talk about some of the other differences that we have in this game. So, um, like, obviously, they've had to adapt some certain things as well. Yeah. I will tell you one thing that confused me the most, and I didn't realize until I got much further in the game. Yeah. Fairy types in it. Fairy, yeah. That is, um, I think, because the game is so similar, like, you forget that fairy types is a thing, and they've added that in there now. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the immediate fairy types that are in this. I know Mr. Mime is fairy i think the f first one i ran into was a baby pokemon is it um because i was was it azuril maybe uh azuril or happiny or something oh yeah yeah oh yeah happy um one of the baby pokemon i ran into i was fighting a trainer and i had my uh monferno out at the time you know because i was like oh they're all normal type whatever i'll just punch them you know fight and move one hit kill and then all of a sudden this baby pokemon came out <laughs> i hit the button like i did not paying attention i looked up at the screen and went why is it still there <laughs> yeah like i hadn't realized again until i fought uh and i think until i fought a clefairy much later in the game yeah <laughs> that i was like oh shit is that a f is that actually fairy type? Like, did they put that in the game? Yeah, yeah. they did. They fully did. <laughs> so it's like, it's still like adapting to like, you still got your fairy types. That's another difference. We've got fairy types in this now. I tell you the best difference that's in this yeah is not having to hold a button down to run around i did not even like okay so i was, I was talking to you about this like the other day like when this first came well this was in sword and shield as well i didn't realize that this was a thing did you not know that in sword and shield either <laughs> i didn't realize this like, I, I think i was holding the button down i was holding b button while running in sword and shield i only noticed in this game that you didn't have to do it and i was like what this is a thing this has always been a thing uh, <laughs> Also, it's um, along with that as a minor difference, but it's super helpful. Yeah. In gameplay, there's omnidirectional movement, like eight directions. Yes. Yeah. Which is so helpful mm -hmm. because in the cutscenes, quote unquote, like characters still move like linearly like the old games you know like in the cardinal directions yeah, yeah, yeah. they have to like pivot and then walk in a straight line and then pivot yeah. whereas when you're outside yeah. of that you just run in whatever direction you want and i'm like thank god yeah because i think i would have lost my mind if i still had to do the old walking like oh forward turn forward yeah. turn, like, <laughs> like, like tech like controls tank. would have yeah. killed me i think um one thing i did find with the controls though is that like i did get like randomly snagged on certain bits of scenery oh yeah 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 yeah. all the time I, it's a weird yeah depth perception thing and Definitely, i think it's yeah. not the player's fault i think it's just the weird camera 
Yeah, because like I kept on like trying to run around in certain corners and I just get like stuck on a fucking it's incredibly infuriating on a bike though. This is the one thing I, I absolutely hate. Yeah, I that's why I haven't been riding my bike in this game. I will just run around. I absolutely hate using the bike in this because you just get snagged on the tiniest thing and I'm like, fuck's sake, I cannot be bothered with that. <laughs> My biggest enemy is trees in this game. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I always get stuck on a root or something Yeah. of the tree. And you're just like, why am I hearing that, like, noise? Yeah. You know the one, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's it, you're right. That is one weird difference. And I think it is solely because it's at a set camera angle. Yeah. And I guess... And everything is obviously a solid 3D object but we don't have the ability to move the camera to see the things in our way. I think it's like that sort of thing, isn't it? Because obviously we have, um, like back in the day, we had the D-pad for these sort of things. Um, and now with uh, Sword and Shield and Sun and Moon, we did have those controls at our disposal. But granted, with those games, they, were, they weren't chibi. Yeah, they were fully 3D. And This isn't me hating on the chibi stuff thing by the way it's just that i just don't like the controls <laughs> i don't like getting snagged that's the only problem i have like I, I think that's the only growing pain of having semi-updated controls and semi-updated the game for modern usage yeah versus keeping it so faithful to the old style because obviously in the old days you would have tank controlled it you know you'd walk up to the tree and then you would turn right so you could walk up past it and then turn left so that you can then walk around you know like in your four cardinal directions but now that you can move in omnidirection all eight directions diagonally and all that obviously that's a thing that maybe wasn't thought about or designed you know it obviously wasn't designed into the original maps because you weren't intended to be able to move like that the my complaints about this game are very minor they're the little things like that agreed yeah I don't think that I have any major complaints at all. Um, but what else have they added as well? They've, I don't, like, okay, so super contests are a thing. I haven't played any of the contests. I haven't done those either. Okay, let's skip past that quite quickly then. <laughs> 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 because this is one thing about Pokemon games as well. I think I did play them... Um, I didn't do the super contests back when these games were first released, like on Rubians. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the original games force you to do at least one competition? I think they did, yeah. Because I remember that's the part of the game I hated the most. Because I think it was when you first meet Fantina when you get to, is it Hearthrome? city or half dome city yeah the first time and then it's like oh you have to do a competition like a contest and i was just like well why yeah it's just like it kind of takes you out of the game a little bit and uh, yeah they've taken that away from here so um again like i love the contests for Di uh, for ruby and sapphire back in the day Same. i didn't like these ones as much and i didn't e even with uh, contests in omega ruby and alpha sapphire i didn't do them yeah, I didn't do that either. Because I just kind of wanted to stick to the thing, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, that's that's the thing in this game. I think they've changed up a little bit, but I, I, we won't go into too much detail because we haven't done that. <laughs> um, they've also added... So in the original Diamond and Pearl as well, they had the... Um, is it a PAL park? Yes. It used to be. Uh, but they've changed that as well. So um, instead of having that, you have a place where you can just catch legendaries, if I'm correct. I don't 
remember. Uh, Pal Park's still there. The the actual place is still there, but you can't. I don't think you can catch actual Pokemon there. I think you can only catch legendaries. I'm not sure. Uh, I literally only went there because uh, at the time I was trying to evolve a Badoo, and I read that if you went there, you can then select any Pokemon to follow you afterwards, like in the overworld. Really? Oh, that's how you do it. So I went there just so that I could have my Badoo follow me because apparently in this game, friendship, you gain friendship every step you take with that Pokemon following you in the overworld. Oh. And at the time I thought I wanted a Roserade, but it took too long, so I replaced it. <laughs> okay. I do have a Roserade now, but yeah. This is one thing as well that I kind of did feel was a little bit OP, um, is that when you get to certain points in the game, obviously there's the the Pokemon like loving you and all that sort of stuff. Like they look like. Yeah. Um, and then there would be certain things where it's like, oh, like, the Pokemon is about to die, but it held on to one HP because it loves you so much. Oh yeah, that's that's some modernisms, yeah. Or um, did you? I get every now and again they avoided the attack because of your shout or something. Yeah, or it's like a critical hit, or like it woke up. Like there's like so many different things, which like I think if you they've been adding those into the games like over the years. I did. I feel that like this one was really noticeable though. I feel like there's a one point when I have my Drift Blim and I was fighting one of the Elite Four and my Drift Blim was fucking killing it just because it was getting critical hits every other move because it loved me so much. I mean, that just means you're a good trainer, yes. I mean, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, and I was just like, okay, that's fine. But if I wanted a traditional Pokemon experience, I would be a little bit pissed off that this is just like some bullshit. Again, it's the traditional sort of, it's the traditional versus modern Pokemon player. I mean, I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I I had noticed it a little more in this game than maybe previously. But then in Sword and Shield, my Pokemon did shit like that all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why I'm used to it. I think once you get used to it, it's not really... It just becomes the norm. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So I think if I went back to older games, I'd probably be like weirded out that I worked on friendship for some reason. And now my Pokemon don't react to me in the same way. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a weird yeah. thing where now I'm just too used to it. But I can see what you mean, though. It is. It probably adds to that like, oh, the games are getting too easy now. Mm. I think it does add a little bit. I think there's certain things like... I'm, again, I'm not like hating on it too much. I think it's one of those ones where I'm a bit like, uh, was it really necessary to add that? But at the same time, it helped me beat the Elite Four and Cynthia. So I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. I don't care. Because this is one thing as well. I didn't realize how fucking tough the Elite Four are. Um, because I, like, obviously you'll get to this eventually, Nathan. But um, first two Elite Four members, Aaron and Bertha. Easy. I fucking one-shot Aaron every fucking time. <laughs> this wow. is what, uh, I was just like, I just, literally, I just used my Drift Blim, used Fly every fucking time and it killed everything. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like one thing I was like, fine. <laughs> That's all right. Um, and then Bertha was a little bit harder, but a bit. Fucking Flint was difficult. Fuck, like, Flint killed half my team off. Interesting. Flint, he's fire, isn't he? Yeah, Flint's fire. Like, he had, um... He's got some fucking coverage, I know, I'll tell you, man. Like, I didn't, like, um... I was talking to one of my mates about this, and, uh... Rapidash uses hypnosis? What? When when did Rapidash know hypnosis? 
what? And I was looking, what the fuck? That's like, it literally comes out and loses hypnosis on you the first fucking thing. And I'm like, what? This is like out of nowhere. Interesting. There's, there's a little hint for you, Nathan. <laughs> Try and get a Pokemon with insomnia if you can. Nah, I'm just going to, um, I'm just going <laughs> to bank all on my Gashadon taking him out like by itself. That's, this is a one thing as well, is that, um, like, on, like the coverage on some of these teams is fucking insane. You think, oh, cool, I'll just use this Pokemon, it's got weaknesses or whatever. Nah, that po- that 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 Elite Four member's got the coverage, man. They'll take you out somehow. They'll find a way <laughs> to take you out. They've got Flame Orbs on. I'm like, why the fuck do you, would you put Flame Orb on a Pokemon? Because it just gives them burn. But then you realise when, when I send out my Bronzong to hypnotize Pokemon so I can use Dream Eater, <laughs> I can't fucking send them to sleep because they're already burnt. I'm like, you fuckers. You've done that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, they've done that. Uh, Lucian wasn't too bad. Lucian's fine. I, I've had more trouble with Flint than I did with Lucian. Interesting. But Cynthia. Cynthia was the toughest battle I've had the whole game, man. Yeah, but she was always tough. Like, even from back in the day, like... Yeah. I, I had to... Uh, it was a couple tries for me that I had to do that. And even then, I used, like, max revives. I had to, like... That was that was probably the only time in the whole game I had to properly play strategically. And, you know, like I was saying before about uh, the Pokemon loving you and holding out and stuff? Yeah. Fucking hell. Bronzong came through in that battle, I tell you, mate. Because... Uh, literally half my team are dead. I think I've only got a Bronzong and uh, my Jirachi left because I use Jirachi on my team. Oh, interesting. I, I didn't use either of the um, three mythicals. Yeah, uh, there's three. Oh, yeah. If, uh... No, sorry. Free as in we received for free, not free. Uh... Oh, okay. Technically, we had, uh, what do you call it, Manaphy as well as a mystery gift, but move past that. Did we? Yeah, yeah. If you use mystery gift, you get Manaphy. Or Manaphy egg, anyway. I guess I hadn't done that yet. <laughs> Okay, yeah, might, maybe do that before it expires or something. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got Mew and Jirachi free if you play Let's Go and Sword and Shield, uh, if you have those datas on there. But I had a Mew in my team before, but I got rid of it because I was just I don't use this thing and it's, feel, it feels OP, so I got rid of that. Okay. Um, but yeah, back to my story. I've got like Bronzong and Jirachi left in my team. All my other Pokemon are dead. And I'm like, fuck, I need to revive some bastards. So I use uh, Max Revive on my Empoleon. It comes back to life. Bronzong's like, literally got one hit. HP left. I'm like, it's gonna die. I'll do that. And then Bronzong avoids a move because it loves me so much. I'm like, oh, sick. That gives me another time to revive another Pokemon. Uh, so I do that. And then I'm like, Bronzong still has another HP left. He avoided again because he loves me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sweet. That gives me time to revive another Pokemon. No, no word of a lie. I revived my whole fucking team to full health because Bronzong was avoiding all these moves because he loved me so much. <laughs> I was like, see, you know when I said earlier, it feels a bit OP. That's why it's OP. Because I was like, Cynthia <laughs> must be looking at me like, what the fuck? I, I took out this guy's whole team and he's just here reviving every motherfucker that he has. <laughs> um, and yeah, like it was just a thing. I just brought my whole team back to life. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. That's, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> and that's how I beat Cynthia in the fucking cheesiest way possible. Um, but yeah, uh, and everyone, all the Pokemon died again, apart from Jirachi. 
because like they fucking got destroyed by the team again. And then it's a uh, I'll just use fairy moves on the Garchomp, and it was all good. That's like, that's the story of how I beat Cynthia. But uh, I got to tell you this other uh, I was I mentioned earlier about my Victory Road dilemma. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this now. I know we were talking about what difference are, differences were in this game, but I just tell this now before I forget. I was in Victory Road, probably like one floor before completing the whole thing and getting out of the Pokemon thing. And I was like, yes, almost there, done. Okay. I'm there switching around my Pokemon, uh, my Pokemon because I need to like put like some of the weaker ones at the front so I can get a bit more XP. Yeah. And then I've got Dig on my Steelix, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll switch them around, switch them around. Fucking press Dig right before. I was about to leave Victory Road. No. And no. <laughs> I have to do the whole fucking thing again. Oh, mate. Because I literally transport out of the fucking... <laughs> right at the start of Victory Road, I'm like... Oh, Pepe. No. <laughs> oh, Pepe. You... That... Oh, my God. Mate, I was like... I, I was gutted. I was like, God damn it. Do I have the strength to carry on? This was at three o'clock in the morning, maybe like two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, do I just end it here? Do I just end tonight and I'll play tomorrow or something like that? And I was like, no, I'm going to continue on. I'm just going to... Like, okay, I did lie earlier when I said I only ran past one Pokemon. Because when I got back into Victory Road, I was... To fuck was I going to beat every single fucking Pokemon <laughs> I ran across again. So I was like, look, I'm just going to run away from every Pokemon until I get to the point. Did you not have any repels or anything? Um, I couldn't be bothered to fly to the Pokemon thing by repels oh okay so i was just like because i was i was like i was about to call it quits in general i wasn't about to just go and put more effort in to go by repels <laughs> i don't know i thought maybe you'd like you know picked up some through your adventures or something oh uh, it, it would have made sense to <laughs> it would have made sense <laughs> to do that but nah <laughs> apparently not i mean like you know not not like oh you bought them but you know like just picking just up random them. shit off the floor yeah not as many as you'd think you know i think i only found one or two i mean that's still one or two more than that you could have used you know yeah that's true <laughs> but <laughs> at the time like it was early in the morning i wouldn't get to do much shit um but yeah that is i got to the point where i originally decided to dig out of the cave and then i was like that's it Again, we continue fighting these Pokemon now. And I got out of there. But boy, oh boy, was that a fucking struggle. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, back to Cynthia is a bit of a pain in the ass. So you'll have that to look forward to when you get there. Oh, I always knew I had that to look forward to. Like, I swear in franchise history, she's known as one of the hardest champion fights there is. Mm. I think it's because like when you look at other champions in these gens, like um, granted, was it in black and white? you had older who was he had quite he had a bit of type coverage same with cynthia and arguably maybe blue in the first one okay in gold and silver you had lance who was just dragon type basically and you can pretty much like use ice beam and probably fuck up half his team then you had steven who was steel types yeah then you had uh wallace who was all water types yeah then you and cynthia she has got a bit of type coverage it's older and then Iris, isn't it? Older had a bit of time coverage. Uh, Iris had dragon Pokemon. Yeah. So she had a time coverage. Then you have Dianthea, I think her name was in yeah. Gen 6. So she was varied. I thought she was a fairy type user at first, but wasn't. She She had loads of coverage. And then it was Professor Kakui as the Sun and Moon yes. champion. Arguably um, Hal in Sun and Moon, t- uh, in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. So again, bit of type coverage there as well. I mean, I don't know, for the rest of the gym leaders past 
Iris, they actually all have pretty good type coverage. But for some reason, there were certain gym leaders which just had certain, like, one type Pokemon. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to follow the formula kind of thing, you know? Like, oh, well, they were probably a gym leader before they became the champion of science. It makes sense, doesn't it? Like, with some of them. But, I mean, arguably, Lance was an Elite Four member. Wallace was a gym leader and Steven, Steven. So... <laughs> <laughs> His name's Steven Stone. It's going to be a bit random if he's called Steven Stone and he's just got fucking, I don't know, random <laughs> fucking water Pokemon. <laughs> he's a bug-type user. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like uh, he's got to stick to like the, he's got to stick to the formula but yeah like um that's the thing cynthia's tough uh you can look forward to that but what, <laughs> what other changes are there in this game um there's one feature i i appreciate there being but i didn't use all that much and that is you can access the pc box from anywhere again did you i, I didn't even realize that i know that i drew change event you didn't have to go to the pokemon center oh okay that's that's handy as hell yeah, it's not something I use uh, often because, like I said earlier, like I had somehow luckily caught a lot of my final team. Mm -hmm. So my team were like pretty set in stone quite early on. And uh, so I didn't actually have to swap out all that much. Okay, that's decent. Although, speaking of teams, what was your final team? Okay, so my team was uh, Driftblim. I had Jirachi, Bronzong, Steelix, Empoleon, and Crobat. Okay. What was yours? I have Abomasnow, Gashadon, Altaria, uh, Miss Magius, uh, Luxray, and uh, Infernic. You got quite a good coverage on your team. I've tried to go for Pokemon I may not have used before. Yeah, that's fair. Or at least like ones I've not had on my team before. So that's why I've got like an Altaria because I never used one of those before properly. Uh, I've got Miss Medius because I normally don't really go for a ghost Pokemon that isn't Gengar. Yeah. Gastrodon I've used before, but I mean, come on. In that game, a water ground type, that's pretty... Mm -hmm fucking op yeah <laughs> yeah very true and like i said i originally wanted to have rose raid you know rose raid for my grass poison yeah but fucking badoo didn't evolve until <laughs> way late and i was like fuck <laughs> it i'm gonna catch this snover and replace him and have a grass ice type okay abominator is quite a cool one as well i do like abominator yeah but i i definitely used an abominator before though yeah saying yeah just like I've used Luxray and Infernape before, but Infernape's like one of my favorites, so. This is the thing I did as well, though, because I, I originally wanted to go for the same thing that you do and like use Pokemon that I haven't used before. But then I got into like, what was it? Jirachi is one of the Pokemon that I've never used before because I don't usually use legendaries on my team. Well, this is a mythical, so yeah, same thing. Fair. Oh, it's the same thing, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I was like, oh, I want to use a Jirachi because it's like a steel psychic thing. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll have it. Then I got another steel psychic on my team. So I had two steel psychics. Interesting. I had a steel ground with Steelix. I had a steel water with Empoleon. <laughs> <laughs> so my team was made. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that I like steel Pokemon. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Somebody trying to take Steven's place. <laughs> uh, steven is my favorite champion as well so uh, <laughs> i wonder why with all the steel pokemon <laughs> um and then obviously i had the flying poison and the ghost flying so not a whole lot of coverage which did, was a bit of a detriment in sometimes but it's like, oh, it cool it's all good but your team sounds quite good your team sounds versatile so that's that's a good team 
that's what I always try to do now with Pokemon. But that's just because, you know, like you said earlier, we've been playing basically since it first came out. Mm. You know, we've been playing since Gen 1. So I've just got way more knowledge. And the older I get, the more I'm like, I need type coverage. Yeah. Whereas your team sounds like you're just having fun. It is that, yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of envy because it's like I told these stories before and you you remember, you'll probably remember, I told you how I used to have like two Flareons and all sorts of shit when <laughs> yeah. I was a kid. Like your team sounds like me as a kid is like i'm just gonna use what i feel like fuck whatever happens i'm just gonna have fun with a game right whereas now i'm i'm i think a bit too much i'm like right i need type coverage i need all sorts of different moves you can't just go for the stab damage you know like it's i get you i think too much when i play the game now it's it's not quite as fun as it used to be yeah it's 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 your priority basically because that's the thing like i arguably though you're going for a different team so you're going for a different experience which is probably like a good it's a good way to play the game because it feels a bit more fresher whereas i've used like arguably what's on my team steelix is on my team which i feel like steelix is one of my favorite pokemon so yeah you've you've had steelix in a lot of games yeah i definitely had one in sword and shield uh and i feel like i had one I probably had one somewhere else as well. I can't remember where. Um, yeah, like in literally just any game that I can. Um, but this is really like that's the thing. Like Steelix is one of those ones where you have to trade him to evolve him. Yeah. But in this one and Sword and Shield, you can you can readily catch Steelixes. So I was like, it saves me the trouble. So I might as well fucking do it. Yeah. See, that was my problem with Miss Magius is like, because I'd never use one. I didn't really know how it evolved. Yeah. I didn't evolve it until like the other day. So I had a, a mischievous and all the way up until it was level like 48. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, how many moves did I miss out on? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You know, like, like it's the same with the Badoo. Like I had it uh, maybe after the second gym, right? Mm -hmm. It didn't evolve into a Roselia until it was level 49. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I basically had it almost the entire game, right? Which is, again, why I replaced it. Because I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm taking this Nova that's level 32 when I caught it. And it evolves at level 40. I was like, right, that'll stay on my team. I just won't use it until it's caught up with the rest of the team a little bit. Mm -hmm. But like, by the time I had a Roserade, I'm like, how many moves did I miss out on? Because the fucking thing didn't evolve <laughs> until 49. <laughs> I had the Shiny Stone ready like four gyms ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my days. God, that's that's like I I I didn't realize it took that long for Pokemon to like for the max happiness sort of thing. Like sometimes, well, that's the thing. Sometimes it's it's because like it's a number of factors, isn't it? It's like how many battles, how much damage it takes, mm. running around with it outside, doing activities with it, massages, stuff like that. Like mm. friendship takes a lot of work, it does. and that's why like in Sword and Shield and uh. Uh, was it X and Y with Pokemon on me? Oh, yeah. Po yeah, yeah. Like that kind of stuff where you can spend 20 minutes outside of the normal game to raise your friendship to max and then quickly go out <laughs> and level up your Pokemon and it, yeah. it evolves. I really appreciate that now. Yeah, yeah. It does help with that sort of thing, definitely. I used to do it just because... But now you need like and I didn't appreciate it then, but now with this fucking Badoo, I'm like, where was it? I need that. I need it, bro. I could have had a Rosary like half a game ago. Now this is one thing about like, like the Pokemon games as well. Like, I feel like 
certain Pokemon you think are like, oh, I can easily get this sort of thing. It's a lot harder to get these certain Pokemon than you think. Like, I wanted a Spiritomb on my team. I was originally going to get rid of Jirachi and replace it with Spiritomb. Interesting. But to do to get the Spiritomb, you have to go in the Grand Underground and talk to 32 NPCs. Oh my god. The thing is with talking to 32 NPCs in the Grand Underground is that like, one, you have to go in the Grand Underground, so you're diverting your attention away from the main game to go to this place. Arguably, I don't know how much you use the Grand Underground at all. Did you use it much? Uh, I went under. I went there a couple of times. That's where I got my Altaria and that's where I got my uh, uh, whatever it is before Gastrodon. <laughs> oh yeah, Shellos? That's the one. Shellos, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. I mean, I use it quite a bit and it's quite cool to do the digging thing. I think I prefer the digging more than anything. I hate that mini game. I, I can't seem to fucking dig out anything without the fucking thing breaking first. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it like you get like a sort of like strategy going after a while and it like kind of get it. But um I get what you mean though. It you either love it or you hate it with these things. And I think the Grand Underground has made some great improvements. I feel like the finding Pokemon there is good. Vastly. I th- I feel like that's a, a change we forgot we neglected to mention because like before I'd never even went under there because there was no need to. Yeah, I didn't either. Now that like, you can find Pokemon there, you can find different I no obviously. You can find like high level pokemon there too like they bounce, they level it don't they so you can actually find pokemon that are your level that uh thing and the thing is uh when you do the digging thing it's quite handy because uh you get statues and when you get your den and you put those statues in um your like your base basically uh it makes the chance of those pokemon appearing higher interesting okay well that sucks because i did want a garchomp and i do i found a garchomp statue but um i'm so late in the game now that it probably wouldn't be worth <laughs> swapping one in yeah you never know they level they level up to the same thing so if you do find that if you really are desperate to find that garchomp then i mean garchomp's what uh dragon ground so yeah then i'd, I'd have to take out my altaria which is my flying dragon type so yeah yeah mess up the balance that's fine that's fine yeah it messes my comp my team comp that's fair no yeah like the grand the grand underground is actually pretty sick like surprising you know i I never used this in the original games like you said as well like and this is this is it's a very good thing like you can play with mates as well yeah like so you can set up a group and you all go down there like i just have to mention like if you get lucky which i did um you can get evolution stones down there too i i dug out a sunstone yeah yeah on the one or two times i got lucky and i was like oh cool oh i have to talk about one of the most infuriating things about it though i played on the internet online so basically uh the thing is with more people in the grand underground you find those diglets don't you yeah and the, uh, once you find 40 diglets um basically the there's like a bar that starts glowing like rainbow colored and that gives you the opportunity to find rarer statues in the in the grand underground okay so like and that gives you the opportunity to find like if you find like a jade statue i think that gives you a higher opportunity to find shiny pokemon Ooh. so i was like okay that's sick and i got to one where i was like it, there's like 40 diglets found this rainbow card everyone's digging into walls and stuff i happened to be digging in the same area as this other guy was digging and then like i was just digging away doing my thing like i was like smashing it getting all these little items and then suddenly this other pickaxe appears on my thing and i'm like what the fuck is this a glitch <laughs> what the fuck's happening and i find this fucking rare looking stone like it's all glowing and shit. It's got like like red pieces coming out of it. Oh, did a dude fuck it up for you? Yeah. 
ain't fucked up for me. I was fucking fuming. Whoa. I was like, this is the last piece I need to get out of this wall. And this fucking pickaxe just starts chipping away at random fucking bits in the wall. I'm like, what the fuck? He's damaging my wall right now. I lose the shit because some dudes come along and like is chipping away at my wall. I lost it. <laughs> that was fucking fuming. Okay, so that's not the end of the story. I'm like, fine. I'll go to another bit of the wall. I'll continue my thing. I thought it was a glitch. It's fine. I'll move on. And then suddenly it starts happening again. I'm like, what the fuck? It keeps happening. <laughs> I, it's only until the third fucking time when I'm chipping away at the wall. I notice this guy's been following me around, chipping at my walls. And I'm like, this is a fucking flawed system. <laughs> I, oh, that's amazing. If you, I guess like maybe it's better if you had communication with them. You could be like, oh, let's both chip away at this thing and make it go quicker. But when you're playing with random people on the internet, they don't give a shit. <laughs> They're going to be chipping <laughs> the fucking wall and trying to get their own shit. And I'm like, no, this is the worst possible thing. You make me lose all my rare items. And I was fucking, <laughs> oh, absolutely fuming at that. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is why I don't play online. <laughs> yeah, but you get them rare diglet things. So I think it's it's just one of those ones. I was like, you fucker, <laughs> you <laughs> ruin everything. <laughs> but yeah, God, there's so th the thing is, we've been talking for like I don't know, coming up to an hour, maybe maybe a bit less. And this is a game that we originally said there's not a whole lot of change from the DS versions, but we still found a lot to talk about with this, I feel. Yeah, and again, I still had fun with the game. Yeah. It's a faithful remake, but it's still Pokemon. Like, it's still the game you, you've come to know and love. Yeah. I still think people should give it a try, regardless of what they thought before. You know, okay, worst comes to the worst, you don't like it. Just sell it off again. Yeah, and I think it's a very... it's At the end of the day, it's, it's a Pokemon game, like you said. You get to have fun. If you're a Pokemon fan, you get to have fun with it. If you haven't played Diamond and Pearl before, it's an even greater opportunity. You don't have to fucking grab a DS. You can just start playing this. Yeah, exactly. Also, let's face it. To those people that are like, oh, it's not different enough. I might as well play my DS. You ain't going to play your DS. Yeah, it's, it's so true. Like, you really going to go back to your DS and play this game? You, you're going to whack out your fucking... 3ds and chuck in the old cartridge yet no you're in no you're not yeah you've got a switch like you, you you're a pokemon player you have a switch exactly you're gonna go and pick up the you're gonna play this game like, this is a much more accessible game right now than your fucking original diamond and pearl <laughs> what are you gonna do to get extra pokemon put your fucking game boy cartridges in your ds which might <laughs> not even it's gonna stick out the bottom if you have a ds light at the best of times <laughs> in it so Ultimately, what we're saying is stop bitching and moaning, okay? Yeah. And play the game. If you ain't going to play the game and you're sticking to your guns, fair enough. Yeah. But to those of you that can be swayed by our opinions for whatever reason, <laughs> play the game, okay? Exactly. You'll have fun. You'll probably like it. There you go. What was the harm in that? That's it. I think that's it. Just give it a shot. Like, like if you don't like this, wait a couple months. Pokemon Arceus is gonna come around. You're gonna complain about that anyway. <laughs> you might hate that one too. Yeah. Right. Like Pokemon get Pokemon fans ain't gonna be like pleased with whatever. So just like enjoy what you can at the end of the day. Just play what you want to play. If you don't want to play Pokemon, don't fucking play Pokemon. Just play something else. Yeah. Like you be the person I wish I could have been. 
way back when and drop out of the franchise and never come back because god knows i would have saved a lot of money but <laughs> would i had as much fun in life probably not because most of my friends play pokemon yeah exactly <laughs> it's, it's a fun game at the end of the day go give it a shot like give it a shot give it a chance at least before you start hating on it um but yeah anything else you got to say nathan nothing on the game uh-huh I need, you know, here it comes, guys. Check us out on podcast platforms. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Nice one. Okay, guys. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.